This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. See us yet. I'm just waiting for all the sites to connect, you know. Yeah. You know how we do. All right. Looks like everything is connecting. Just waiting on Twitch. Yeah, Twitch is always a little bit slow connecting. It always holds us up from going fully live. I'm always like, everything else connects right away except for that. Yeah, there's usually like a 10 or 15 seconds delay. I think probably because it has a, probably the biggest buffer. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Looks like we're all connected. So we will go live. Now people can see us. They can see the new layout too, which is pretty cool. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Yeah, we've got the the new layout going where it's, you know, Cyberpunk Red, the official rules. Um, You know, the character names are bigger with your individual videos now. So it just, it has like a, a, a fresher vibe and look to it. And, and I'm just so excited that it says official red rules. <laughs> that's probably yeah, the... That's we're getting the, there. Yeah, that's the coolest part is uh, the official red rules. So anybody listening or watching, that you know, you read that right. You're hearing us right. We got an advanced copy of Cyberpunk Red from our Talsorian Games. They were cool enough to give us an advanced copy to use for our streams. And, um, and man, just so excited to get into it. So... Today we're having session zero, which we're calling the and yeah, we have our, our three team members here. And uh and yeah, you might recognize them from team two when we were previously doing a red twenty twenty hybrid game. But now we're officially into red and they have new characters and that's why we're at session zero, so we can go over all that great life path stuff. But um before I get into that yeah, so we're in red. We're officially in like you know we'll we'll say uh, what 2045ish, 46ish, like right right after, you know things are are rebuilding the city. You know there's still that that red hue to the sky, and but the nuclear fallout is pretty much done as far as killing people and fucking shit up. It's still nasty out there. There's still like the get into buildings. Like I said, the the sky color and and the whole city's under construction for the most part it's all still kind of getting revitalized and rebuilt and like there's new life being brought back into the city so that's kind of where we're at with red and um and yeah not much more to say until we actually get into the actual session next week but for now let's at least go over the characters and kind of you know their their life path and background and then we can discuss how they interact with each other um and then and and just like before in the previous campaign we were doing, let me say it again. This is definitely adult content. We will be using cuss words and talking about fucking violence and 
uh, sex and fucking everything you can think of, you know, that, that comes with cyberpunk. It's just going to be real and raw. And, um, and yeah, so that's our little disclaimer. Don't watch if you're easily offended. Um, this is definitely cyberpunk. And, uh, and yeah, aside from that, we've got, uh, we've got the, the core red rules, as I said before. So we'll be pulling all the the rules basically from the official red core book as it is right now, keeping in mind that when it officially comes out, it could change a little bit. You know, our Talsorian games did say this is kind of their official core red rules beta version because, you know, they reserve the right, obviously, as we're all testing it and they see what works and what doesn't, they're going to maybe change some, some things. But for now, we're going to follow these rules to the best of our ability. And uh, if there's anything kind of lacking or missing, um, you know, we might, homebrew something if i happen to homebrew something because something's missing or pull it from 2020 um i'll mention that otherwise we're gonna follow all the fucking rules that we have in red so uh anybody watching or whatever that's cool just know that um so yeah let's see uh everybody's got their their avatars here that's really cool uh let's see hey what's up david david baker is watching we got heather Heather from uh, from Team Spicy, which used to be Team One. Heather was playing uh, Stitch. She says, "What's up, Team Nameless?" How's it going? Hello, hey, Stitch. Yeah, and just so everybody knows, like instead of doing Team One, Team Two, and being that generic, we actually came up with little names, little four letters. So this is Team Nameless, but you'll see it on all the videos and descriptions as Team N M L S, but that stands for Team Nameless. And the other team is Team Spicy, <laughs> which you'll see as Team SPCY. But that's how we'll separate it. So if you're ever looking at um, you know, YouTube.com slash Mulligan Live, or you're on the Twitch channel or anywhere else you see us uh, streaming our live gameplay, the way to keep track of session one, two, three, four, whatever, and know that you're on the right storyline is look for the parentheses in the title or description where it'll tell you which team it is. Um, so there's two teams, Team Spicy, Team Nameless. All right, let's get into it. Um, so yeah, I think everybody understands what's up. We're in. We're into red. I'm fucking excited. Um, I guess let's. Eric and he's playing. Well, tell us about your character. Let's start off with you know the name and what role you're playing, and then just get into the life path. Let's let's get in as much detail as possible. All right, uh, my character is Cyrus Coupler Smith. He is going to be a tech and. So his main thing is going to be all about working on electronics, cyberware, robotics, vehicles. Uh, his backstory is that he grew up in Night City in the combat zone right around like a few years before the Night City Holocaust happened. So when that all went down, he was about maybe 10 to 11. And his family was luckily able to survive because they were that far into the zone. And he ended up, they ended up all moving to a refugee city like one of the reclaimed cities on the outskirts. And from there, he started tinkering around with whatever scrap he could find from the leftover corporations, downed military vehicles, and just working on it and reselling it. And he found out he was really good at it. Uh, eventually, his reclaimed town, when things started calming down, one of, the large, one of these new corporations at first made it sound like there was a deal that the uh, town was going to be incorporated into a city and the corporation was going to help them build up. What happened was that the city was then bought out and everyone was sort of kicked off the land and everyone dispersed. 
So with his parents already passing away from the fallout, like cancer and such, he decided to go back home to Night City and make his way there. And he's been working at his own shop, made friends with some gangers that keep him safe, but he does jo- odd jobs for them. And he does some side work for corporations that keep him in supply. Nice. So he's just trying to make a name for himself. Nice. And uh, did you uh, come up with ideas for the corporation and stuff? Or is that still open game once we get through each person's background? Uh, I was waiting to get through each person's background and talk it over with you. They want to jump the gun on that. Yeah, no problem. I want to see what you had in mind too. See if we can incorporate into the story later. Okay, cool. What what else do you have? Was there any, uh, um, you know, friends, enemies, lovers, all that good stuff? Honestly, when I was rolling him, he came out to be fairly jovial, but he had no real close attachments and didn't make too many enemies. And even the people he made enemies of, they were friends. Nice. So he's probably one of the nicest guys I've ever rolled. <laughs> That's cool. You know, one thing I like about the red uh life path is not only the depth like they they do everything that you're familiar with but then they each role has their own like little life path stuff which is cool but yeah they kind of made that whole lover enemy friend sort of stuff a little bit different a little more simplified and a little more chance to actually not and that kind of makes sense if you think about going into the red a lot of fucking people died a lot of people spread out you know i don't know it's, it's just it seems um you know, like it's a tougher, the, it's a tougher world. You know, you're a little more alone when it comes to shit. You know. Yeah, the amount of relationships is definitely reduced. I feel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. Yeah. I kind of dig that though, because I almost felt sometimes there was a lot of family. Sometimes, to, you know, like uh, too many siblings, yeah, the, too many chances to have like ten fucking brothers and sisters. Yeah, the old rules, uh, you could get up to like ten siblings. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, Mm, that's a little weird but so. it kind of makes sense if yeah, you think about the family yes yeah, cyberpunk cyber, <laughs> cyberpunk being that you know high tech low life almost on the verge of that movie idiocracy if you will like you, think, <laughs> yeah. you know like you think Wait, about high tech yes. low life overbreeding and all that shit but i do, but i but like i said i love what they're doing with red it seems more real and it seems definitely um more along that post-nuclear fallout high tech low life vibe you know like the rebuilding and shit so I really dig yeah. it, but that's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. I love what what you did with Coupler, and yeah. we'll we'll go over uh, the possible corp that you get you you get shit for. You said you you basically get hired by, or you don't you work for them, or they kind of like contract you to get things. We or? do. It's a I do services for them, so if they want me to find something, so I would work for them, and they keep me supplied with materials. So it's a give and take relationship. Okay. Like if I I need to do something below the table, they'll come to me. Like if they want to do corporate espionage, I guess, or reverse engineer something, not competitors. Okay, cool. All right, awesome. Yeah, I'll be excited to get into what possible corporation. Um, and I've got a you know a couple ideas, um, and we'll get into that in a minute. But uh, but yeah, uh, Daniel, your your tell us about your character. You know, same way the name, the role, and then get into the whole life path background as much detail as you can come up with. Sure. So yeah, I'm uh, playing Alistair on Rio, which he took the kind of on Rio name as a uh, moniker slash handle that means uh, in Japanese vengeful or wrathful spirit. Uh, much of his background, you know, his parents were both corporate managers kind of living the high life uh, in uh, one of the floating offshore cities uh, until everything went sideways and they were betrayed. Uh, I haven't picked necessarily who i wanted to talk it out and see if there was a way to 
tie that in, but much of, uh, you know, he was kind of forced uh, out of the floating offshore kind of high life into the low, you know, abandoned areas, some of the, you know, near the combat zone kind of moving around in the night city. Uh, just that's, you know, where he gets a, a lot of his, you know, programs. He's net runner playing, uh, kind of a, a straightforward, you know, not, you know, just kind of moody, rash, headstrong, just, you know, get out of my way. I'm here to accomplish what I need to accomplish. Um, but yeah, as, like Rob said, one of the things I really enjoy is the fact that, you know, it, each role has their own life path, you know, which is very different. So kind of gets you to, to, you know, add some, some extra flavor. So like my guys, because he was betrayed and his family is betrayed, he, he spends much of his time, you know, kind of exposing other people that maybe are, you know, out to, you know, betray and, and backstab others. Oh, nice. Um, and he has a, you know, he, his main clients, much like couplers are other, you know, corporate execs who kind of hire him for, you know, black project work, you know, try to get into, uh, you know, some systems that maybe they're a bit, you know, sketched on uh, trying to get into, um, but he, uh, he also has the uh, secret partner who might, you know, he doesn't, he's never met, you know, kind of get some information from time to time, but, uh, you know, I'm a bit concerned he might be a rogue AI. Nice. So, you know, kind of a little, a little concerning. Um, and, uh, unfortunately I also have a, a fixer who's, uh, been trying to get my services exclusively and I'm, I've kind of been avoiding them, not, you know not sure i want to be exclusive to anybody at this point but you know that's where uh that's where my guy's at nice yeah i love the uh the individual life path for each role and like how the net runner has some of that good shit in there you know that's yeah. really cool <laughs> so yeah i mean and like i said that you know he was you know he's also kind of just he has no real friends no enemies he had no romances kind of just kept to himself wasn't you know, once he was kind of bounced to Night City, he uh, he didn't really, uh, you know, want to hang out with too many people, you know, on the, the social aspect. <laughs> Just wanted to get, you know, work done and, and try to maybe get some vengeance on the uh, people or uh, person, depending on, I haven't decided and figured I'd, we'd talk it out maybe here, uh, who uh, betrayed his family. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can figure out you know exactly who that that fixer is that wants an exclusive we can figure out the the company that typically kind of like hires them out and stuff the same way with coupler you know we can work out those details after we hear from raven but describe you know because this has the whole character building aspect of like your clothing and stuff which i which i thought was real cool oh, like true. with yeah. the designated funds with fashion wear and things like that you know so just uh let's go back to coupler real quick Describe what he typically wears, what he might wear in the like fashion wear, cybernetic stuff. Like, describe him, the look. For Coupler, he's very much that kind of engineer. He knows his clothes is going to get dirty, like mechanic. So he's usually rocking leisure wear, like cargo pants, jumpsuits, probably like a like a white tank top. So that's for it. He's very casual. Like he maybe rocks some boots from nomads, but for the most part, he's not going to be dressing up in nice suits or doing anything the high life way. He's just there to work, 
maybe he'll put on some somewhat nicer clothes if he actually has to go talk to an academic somewhere or go look up some paperwork. Okay, cool. But he's pretty relaxed living. Yeah, and I know that, you know, we just find the the closest thing of an avatar that can kind of represent the look. And, you know, I, I don't want to get into it too much, but it looks like we might be having custom character things here and we'll promote the hell out of that artist and stuff, which will be really cool once we get through all this. But um, but for now, you guys actually, you know, at least found some pictures online that slightly resemble what they might look like. Um, let me just see what you have here. Nice. So that's pretty close to what he's looking like, right? Yeah, because he's definitely on the older age because he was about 10 in 2020. So he's about, what is that, 20 years more. So he's about his mid-30s, probably prematurely white-haired little grizzled growing up in the uh, sticks out there yeah all right cool and then uh on rio is it on rio or on rio it's on on rio on, on rio. rio is more of how you say it or i think coupler said we'll be calling you onion yeah i was just gonna say i think coupler in the group chat said he might end up calling you onion <laughs> onion <laughs> i kind of like it <laughs> but yeah i like this that this this is a kind of a crazy uh avatar picture you've got here yeah it's it's relatively close i don't know if i envision him necessarily the mohawk but he does have yeah. long straight hair uh you know wears kind of a an urban flash type you know setup you know similar to uh, i i imagine it very similar to what a lot of the 27 7 characters you know they've been kind of showing these you know jackets with some you know maybe slight effects in them you know it's a little more high life compared to maybe where he currently is but you know it's kind of a, a remnant of where he's from you know, kind of a little higher end clothes, still wants to give that look of, you know, doesn't want to be, you know, too like, grungy as it were. Yeah, um, yeah. Or well, is that that? that? He's a net runner, you know. By the way, uh, a, yeah, net Big runner. Val is watching uh, our old school friend from Florida. He says, what's up, Big Val? <laughs> I didn't catch that. My, it, You're kind of cracking out on my end. Uh, Was it? cut in and out a little bit, yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, I, I might have some issues with this, but uh, but yeah, Chuckles uh, says, "What's up, Big Val?" Chuckles, our friend from Florida. Hello. So I thought that was pretty cool. He's an old school friend. Used to uh, run security uh, for for my bands back in the day. One of our touring touring band, Root, like we went on Warp Tour and went out and stuff. He was Chuckles, the dancing bear. Like we'd go to different cities and Warp Tour, and we'd oh, pull gosh. up the RV in front of the the venue at the end. So when the crowd is pouring out. Um, he would be out there and we'd blast music and he would just like challenge people to a dance fight and he would dance like fucking Carlton from uh, Fresh Prince <laughs> oh, and shit. It was ridiculous. And we had all this shit on video touring all over the country. We got back to Florida, had a big after party the day we pulled into town, had like, I don't know, probably a couple hundred people at the house. I don't even remember how many, but um, we watched the video like once or twice that night. We partied all night, went to bed, woke up the next day and the camera with the tape in it was gone. Somebody jacked it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, no, so had, chuckles. That whole experience gone. <laughs> yeah. And I really wanted to... Yeah. Your rocker boy days. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted the, the chuckles, the dancing bear footage. But anyways, okay. So uh, but yeah, just uh, one last thing. Like, you know, I've got chem skin fingernails. So like they just, I can, you know, change colors, but I usually keep them black. Um, nice. And then also uh, he's got, you know, being a net runner, he has interface plugs and all that kind of stuff. But, you know, in, in red everything's net runners do is kind of also they're out and about they're you know so they kind of need to be able to see the real world and the net right. and typically most net runners will run you know virtuality 
you know, goggles, VR type goggles or AR goggles, what we probably call them currently. Uh, but he uh, has uh, replaced his eyes with uh, virtuality kind of inter- like interface within his eyes. So he doesn't have glasses. Oh, he awesome. just has it on his cybernetics. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So it's not so obvious when he's uh, hacking in and shit. He doesn't have to, yeah, wear, he doesn't have to wear goggles all the time. It's yeah, just part of his cool. eyes. Yeah, nice. Very cool. All right, cool. So let's watch out for those headshots. Yeah. (laughs) Let's move on to Big Val. Back in in the days when we were doing all the touring, uh, Valerie used to sell our merchandise at the table, but she used to like get in the mosh pits and stuff. I mean, she broke her ankle in one of the big mosh pits at Hard Rock Live, and we used to sell out that club with like thousands of people in the crowd. And, um, and her nickname by our dance squad and our family and our crowd was Big Val, taken after uh, yes. the metal group Pantera. I don't know if anyone's familiar, but their crew, they had a dude named Big Val, and he was like a real big dude. He was like their security and, and whatever, but that's how Val became Big Val. <laughs> but anyways, let's I lived up that name. <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. Let's, uh, <laughs> so yeah, let's, let's move on to, to Valerie, who's also my beautiful wife, anyone that didn't know. Oh. But... um. But yeah, she's she's playing Raven. Why don't you you know tell her name, her role, and then let's get you can describe maybe her name, her role, and her look, and then we can get into the whole uh, life path stuff. Okay, um, her name is actually Hope Watson, and she goes and she um, actually took the name Raven from her mom, and I'll get into the, where she how that happened. Um, her appearance, she has long black hair. She's about five, four and a half, almost five, five, if she sits upright. Um, but carrying all her weapons, she does have a humongous posture. And I have two cybernetic eyes. And I have a cybernetic leg, and it's my right leg. And I have a hidden holster in it. I have tech hair. I also have the, uh, what is that skin called? Christmas skin. Chem skin. Kim skin. Yeah. And then I have the shift text in my eyes. And then my typical look when I go out into an actual mission, um, it's my, I'll start from the waist down, it's my combat boots because I still have a basic leg. I don't have my sexy leg yet. I haven't got the money for that. Um, <laughs> so I still have it to the basic leg where I do have a hidden compartment. So when I go out, I do wear my combat boots, cargo pants, and in the I, have a, I always custom sli- slice it with a knife and just cut it so that way I can get to my hidden holster, which always has my nice pistol in there, my heavy pistol. And um, belt, and then I have that belt. I keep my other pistol on there. And then I typically wear a nice heavy shirt, tank top underneath, and then another shirt on, on top with my leather jacket. Everything I have is pretty much leather. I spend a good money, amount of money on my, on my leather because that helps – being a solo and rushing around. Um, with, the, with, the except, and then, with the exception of your uh, armor flak jacket, your medium or, or whatever, your, you know, you obviously, when, right. you go, when you go on combat, you have that, but then you have all your black leather shit on over it and your hoodie and stuff, but go on. Yeah, my hoodie. And then um, when I do carry my, my uh, weapons, which I carry them very nicely coordinated on my body, I keep it, I have a very heavy pistol which I have it strapped onto my back. I lost you guys for a second. I don't know where you guys went. Yeah, we're here. There you guys are. Um, yeah, and no, then I think, I think it is your your very heavy pistol is in your 
holster on the side, right? Yeah, right? Strapped to your back is your yeah, assault rifle. My assault rifle. I had it up backwards. <laughs> um, so everything is on bungees so that I can easily swing everything and just drop them and I don't lose my weapons, but I don't have to move in action. They just kind of flow with my body as I go because I just keep moving. I don't hesitate to shoot, grab my weapon, what I'm going to do and pinpoint it and go. Um, with my eyesight, I do have smart, you know, I can shoot from think, anywhere. Wait, wait, but slow, uh, slow down, slow down a little bit. I think you missed some stuff unless it cut out. Because um, how you described it to me when you first sent me your character breakdown was you said you had the heavy pistol on the leg the, when going into combat, yes. going into combat anyways. Your very heavy pistol, your very yeah. heavy pistol on the holster, rifle strap around the back with a strap. To the back. And then your and then shotgun. I have my shotgun. Yeah, you have a shotgun. Bouncing on my shoulder. Strapped around the other side. Yes. Like a female Punisher is how you described it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. So I, that that very very I just didn't want to miss. Yeah, yeah. I just didn't want to miss that because I thought when you said that before, I thought that was pretty cool. So I, I wanted to make sure that was explained because I kind of bring bring. I can visually see that, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely need to get new headsets. So I think that's what's crackly, and I can't barely hear you. I'm sorry, but yeah, that's on from time to time. I don't know why. No, mine does it too. Oh, I start okay. noticing that I lose you guys too. That's probably why you're not hearing me sometimes. <laughs> Could be. But yes, yeah, the Punisher. Yes, that was my description of it all. Because I want everything <laughs> to stay on me so I don't have to drop anything or lose anything or make an action. It's just on me, yeah, ready you, to go. You don't have to take an action to switch weapons. So whether you need to do long range or close range, someone pops around, you can usually just drop and grab the next one and it's strapped on. So like, that's cool. Yeah, because yeah, my oh, shotgun is just close and personal. Grab that. Yeah, You know, and, I can... If things come up later, I can just attach the shotgun to your assault rifle. <laughs> Wouldn't yeah. it be impossible? Yeah, that's true. I am the tech. <laughs> but um, but yeah, the uh, that was you know going into battle look and stuff. But what's your other? What, what were you saying? <laughs> and then my casual look, I typically wear um, a sexy black dress. Um, it's very you know high cut. It has a split on the side of my right. Um. My leg, actually, my left leg, um, since my skin is changes, but I actually do have a tattoo on my leg. It's actually a story that was put, brought back down from my mom, from her mom, um, which was actually her foster mom for solo. Did they actually send down stories? And what's on my leg is what the world used to look like. So we never all, none of us saw blue skies. So I have like blue skies, I have a tree, I have grass, I have a little bit of an ocean, and it all changes. So just that's what's on my leg to keep the story alive because it'll explain why I did that. Um, so I have that on my leg, um, and then I have another little tattoo of her initials, um, DM on my heart with a little heart on it, just a little tiny one. And that's just for me. <laughs> but yeah, so you have the black dress, sexy black dress to go out. And you can see that. And then I actually have um, nice high heels, and then the heel is very nice and pointing. So if I ever have to kick anybody, my heels are deadly. And then I actually have a, another uh, sexy dress, and it's red for casual wear. <laughs> so anytime I have to go on missions, I can switch that out. And my hair, you know, I can change it up and down. So when I go yeah, on missions, get, I... Yeah, you've got the tech, I, the tech I, hair. Right. So when I go on missions that I can't use my guns or anything, I still have my hidden holster, and I still have that, that look that I can get away with my seduction. Yeah. <laughs> hmm, this reminds me of somebody. I wonder who. <laughs> well, yeah, let's get let's get into your life path so this can kind of make sense. And anybody watching that maybe was watching Raven, 
the first Raven in Team 2, our 2020 Red Hybrid, who now this Raven kind of took the nickname of her mom, who was a solo. It's all kind of making sense now, but let's let's get into this life path. Let's see exactly how that does make sense. How is Raven from the previous game your mom, and how, how did this all go down? Well, right before the uh, her last mission, um, she had her big old big mission and she found that she was pregnant and it was right before the whole nuclear bomb went. So she was already gone. She like left night city. She was like, I'm pregnant. I'm not dealing with this whole being a solo well, wait a in minute. the city. Slow, wait, slow down. I think you skipped how she got pregnant. You're going really fast. You need to slow down. Think about <laughs> oh. it. And tell yeah, who survived that black widow situation. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, her last mission. Was with her well, her last mission was with one of her ex that and her only close friend um was so they had a little happy happy before he went back <laughs> went back where you're not you're not telling the damn story woman <laughs> i was gonna get to that but you wanted me to jump to that first <laughs> he's a he was a lawyer that went back to japan if anybody knows raven from the other story she <laughs> <laughs> it was rock he did it he got Raven pregnant. <laughs> it was him. The Rock is not coming he back did. to the states for many reasons. <laughs> he doesn't Mostly know about fear, it. I think. Yeah, well, but that's that going to go pregnant. well. But you don't. But but let let. But say it. Finish. Uh, you know. But you don't know who your dad is or whatever you say. Yeah, I have no idea who who, who the father is. Your I just mo- know he's. I have. Yeah, your she mom never just mentioned. Told, yeah, your mom just told you that he was some big lawyer or whatever in Japan or something along those. In lines. Japan. Yeah, that's all I know. And she always uses big um, Japanese around the house, so I learned that. Um, so we ended up. She ended up leaving and going to the the deserts to the reclaims area, and that's where I was born. Right when the whole entire nuclear bomb went off, she went into labor. So I was out there. She was pushing me out while everything was going to shit over here in Night City and all the other places. So I was way out there. Fast forward to about. I want to say 16, um, we got ambushed in our, our little camp. And throughout all the whole thing going on, throughout all that, before age 16, the minute I was able to learn how to walk, she was teaching me how to use a weapon, use anything in, in, in sight, because she always said, the world is shit. You, you have to survive on your own. You're my, we're the only two. So she taught me from the minute I was able to walk all the way to I was 16, martial arts. She taught me how to shoot guns. She taught me how to use my femininity. She taught me everything she knew all the way up to I was 16. And 16, everything changed. Um, on that evening after our 16th birthday, everybody went to bed. We had a good celebration. Just us and the little, it was a very tight, little tiny community. It wasn't a lot of us, but we we're just little travelers that kind of just we, we stayed in a little thing. We moved a little bit, but not too far from the last little camp. So we could still see if anybody came into our area. And we actually got bum rushed. We didn't see it coming. And my mom fought with these um, actual gang members. Um, I forgot what they were called. Um, I don't think you established the name of the gang that attacked. Yeah, I, I don't think I did either. And um, so they attacked all of us. My mother fought tooth and nail. And when I was fighting with them also, um, they threw off of a grenade. And when it went off, it blew up everything into our little area. And I went flying. When I went flying, some of the lights made me go blind. And then I lost my right leg. 
And then as I was going, one of the other guys came running to come finish, finish me off. My mother being the, you know, powerful woman that she was, took, sacrificed herself and went in and jumped and took the bullet to the head. So that's, and then she landed on top of me and then I just played dead. And as I was playing dead, he walked over and just, I just lay there, just held my breath. Cause she told me whenever was in there, hold your breath. <laughs> so I held my breath and just sat there and he walked by. He's like, all right, the corporation want us to make sure we grab everything. Let's just grab everything. No, leave nothing. Let's go. And they ended up robbing us. They took everything. They took all our money, all our supplies, food, everything. They left us with nothing. So that's one of my enemies is a corporation. That I have no idea who it is. A faceless corporation. Yeah, and we can so after we can, all we can, that. What colors the gang had or something along those lines. So you have a little lead on that, you know, but, um, but at least you played dead and overheard that this booster gang or whoever was doing the job was hired by a corp. Um, that's pretty cool, but go on. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, we can, we can, Get, we, we'll figure out some of those details that at least have a lead on it. <laughs> right. So, um, so after all that happened to me, I end up, you know, getting patched up by whoever survived in the little camp that we had. Um, so I was pretty messed up. I had no leg, no family, no eyesight. So a bunch of us got together and just hopped on back into the into Night City to try to make money. And we just begged on the side of the road. And so I try to do things and my talents, I couldn't do anything with my talents just being blah. Um, I ended up making a friend. Um, her name was, uh, her, actually, I still am friends with her. Her name is Lola. Um, she's actually from the Willow Street Sisterhood. And they kind of took me in, cleaned me up because they didn't want a female on the streets, which I didn't blame them. And they helped me, you know, learn to feel my sights and learn with everything else and just, you know, not worry about not having a leg in it, but I was actually kind of depressed without having it because I am trained killer, <laughs> so to speak. I'm a trained fighter. So not having all that was frustrating. So I end up making, uh, going to the hospital and making arrangements, getting a couple of cybernetics done, which was my eyes and my legs and finding how much everything cost and end up making a deal with the corporation. And then I end up, that's where I'm at with my job situation. I'm actually working for, oh my God, where did it go? Yeah, so so, so basically for you to get the cybernetics and things that you wanted. Um, right, to you actually you be took, able to focus. Yeah, you basically took one of those sell your soul <laughs> options a little bit. so you can get some more money. You basically sold yourself to this corporation treat you like an expendable person, but at least it's a paycheck. At least you got you know, that, that advancement to get what you wanted. Um, right. And I've got, and I work the, in the combat zone, the corporation zone. No, yeah. Not the combat zone. No, I, broke up. <laughs> I was like, I was reading something else. I was talking. Sorry. <laughs> I was reading something. Corporate. But yeah, I've got the image yeah. here. 20 it's on the stream, but that's the corporation. And what we did is, we're using one of the Neocorps that you can see on the Artalsorian Games website. I think they tweeted it or posted it a while back, but they listed at least a handful of Neocorps since after the Fourth Corporate War. Corporations are the same. Some no longer exist. Some evolved into something different. In some cases, subsidiaries rose above the mains, and like you know, things have changed. But 
Um, the one that you did a deal with was, uh, what is it, Zirafa International Technical Manufacturing. Um, and their claim to fame is, right. is that giraffe, that giraffe uh, thing, which is G-R-A-F-3, but it, I guess they call it a giraffe. It's that weird mech-looking robot thing. It's about 20 feet tall. It's you know, just over two stories. But it's been used uh, in the new construction that's had to take place in the city. It's, it's been clutch in getting all the new construction done. This company, which is uh, this origin, I guess, is based in the USSR, uh, was able to hook this up. And they've done a lot of deals with different corps and building contracts throughout the city um, using these things and supplying to other construction companies and partners and stuff to rebuild the city. And um, I guess one of the kind of shady things about them that they mention in this is... Uh, Let's see. Corpse could buy a draft cheap and know they'd last for years. No one asked questions about how company founder Soklov managed to ship cargo across the globe when bigger corpse couldn't. Uh, so the need to clean up the destruction uh, wrought by the fourth corporate war was too great, you know, to question that. So obviously, like, you know, there's some shady things behind this this neo corp in that they were able to get these things shipped worldwide and, and stuff when bigger corps couldn't. So they, they must have some shady ties or whatever. But that's their kind of thing. It's Zarafa International Technical Manufacturing. And, uh, yeah, they basically made this new construction bot is their big thing. But, you know, they deal with a lot of construction. Yeah, so working with them, I'm a co-op black ops agent. Um, I'm willing to bend the rules and the law. I get the job done. And on the other side, (laughs) yeah, and on the other side, I take any job for the money. I'm pretty much, you know, just need to survive. (laughs) Money's my motivation. Um, People are untrustworthy. Uh, I don't depend on anyone. Um, I'm my most prized possession. I do have a recording of my mom. Um, I barely, I try not to listen to it much because it's hard to keep the, keep it powered. Um, I have no romance I'm pretty much a, a solo. <laughs> um, I'm stable and serious. I'm not as much as Raven. Raven is more fun and flirty. I take everything I do very calculated, very serious, um, even down to my missions when I do stakeouts, when I'm even in my ha- casual wear. But I do have a short fuse, so be careful of that. And it kind of makes sense with the whole... Uh you know, a little more serious and whatever uh, to the point with a short fuse because, you know, you have, you know, you, you, your humanity has built up to the point where, you know, your empathy is, is, is borderline, you know, like you, you get a few more, right. cyber, a few more cybernetics and you, you, you definitely have to get therapy. But in the meantime, it seems like you might have to schedule at least a week of therapy coming up soon just to balance out a little bit more, you know, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and my goal is to gain power and control of my own destiny, my own life. Raven wants to take back. For that one. (laughs) Well, because, you know, I sold my soul and I want to try to get it back. So I'm only, you know, I was born when all that happened. So I'm pretty much between 22, 23 years old. So I'm still young. Yeah. No, it sounds like, you know, you did what you had to do to survive and get what you need. Otherwise, you'd still be with no eyes and no leg and no family to help you. (laughs) Yeah, so I don't see it as a bad thing. I see it as a step up to getting what I want to fixing my life. Yeah, and I think in the in the you know printout thing that you showed me, and it said, uh, you know, at least it's a steady paycheck. You know, like you know, you sold your soul. You don't know yes. what what they've got 
on you to keep it. Obviously, there's numerous things they can do to keep you, but um, you know, eventually you want to get out of it and have your own life. But in the meantime, it's like fuck. At least you got a leg, you got your eyes, you can use your skills to make money. Um, yeah, it sucks they treat you expendable, but whatever. It's a paycheck, you know. And um, and right. it's all and it's all black ops stuff. And since I, I linked you up with the NeoCorp and it's black ops, you know, we're gonna say that like when they ha- when you do those missions, it's completely separate from the company. If you get arrested, you get killed. They know nothing the fuck about you. You're completely expendable. <laughs> and when you do the gig, you know, just like all the other ones they do within the company, they'll send out these expendable soldiers or solos or whoever they have, and they're responsible. Like here's your paycheck gauged based on the job or whatever. But uh, you know, you're responsible. You hire who you want to work with you, whatever. Hence, maybe knowing uh, Coupler and Onryu. Onryu? Onryu, Onryu. The man with the motto. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Maybe there's something there. You know, and the fact that, you know, you have an anonymous employer, the fact that, you know, we maybe there's something there too, whether it's the same one or a different one. Um, we've got to figure that out. We've got to figure out a way that you guys at least know each other enough to where someone like Raven, who's alone in this world, would at least trust you two and maybe missions. And you can count on her when you guys have gigs too. There's your muscle if you need extra help. Not to say that every, let me finish this, not to say that everyone isn't muscle because let's, let's add that this new red hit point system is kind of cool too in the sense that it's using, you know, will and body and all that or whatever, not to get into details, but um, it's kind of cool that everyone's kind of balanced out as the same uh, or averages around the same, depending on what they pick. And in this case, all you guys, nobody's super squishy or super tanky or whatever. It's really coming down to individual skill types and personality types, which is kind of cool, you know? Yeah, I think it, it, it it's, you know, it's not reliant just on one stat that like mm-hmm. if you, you know, take that one stat high, then you have high HP. If you take it low, you're, you're squishy. Like there's a couple stats that rely on, on what your, your ultimate hit points are. So like, you know, it, it, it could be, you know, pure muscle or it could be, you know, strength of will. Like it just depends exactly. on how you want to kind of view your character. And, you know, my guy's a, a net runner. So, I mean, he's, you know, got a, a decent body to, to withstand the, that brain damage, but also has a, you know, some other, you know, things that kind of help that out. And armor obviously is a, a big role in this too. So Yeah, no, when I when I was checking out everybody's characters and looking at the team as a whole and just thinking about it and, and, and the details and the life paths and whatever, I noticed that like everybody kind of like, and this is both teams, like everybody kind of has the same hit points, the same human level of whatever, even though it's different body, different stats and things, you know, um, but everyone's kind of in there, but then everyone's so different with what skills they bring to the table and stuff. It's, it's really cool. I really like what, what, what's happening with red without getting. Yeah. Bad. I really like, uh, what you as a net runner are doing with your background, sir. That green screen. Yeah. The, the digital, oh, yeah. the digital <laughs> stuff yeah, behind I gotta, you. I love that look. <laughs> got, yeah. got some, some technology that lets me do that, so you know, yeah. it helps when uh, <laughs> I'm also all up. kind of in the IT realm in real life, so I can uh, kind of do some of that cool stuff. Hell yeah, looks cool. And um, I can kind of switch it between different backgrounds depending on maybe what I'm doing. Yeah, I love the red uh, net run red, sort like, of look. Yeah, like when you ent- yeah when you enter the net, you know, and you start doing your shit, like you can enter that. That's cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, okay, so back to all, all of you, obviously, 
to summarize, you know, we all know what Val does for a job. You know, she gets these black op missions by this company that she's like has to do it. You know what I mean? And then yep. obviously she can hire you guys too. When it comes to you guys in your regular jobs, how do you picture that working? I know we haven't defined the company yet, but how do you picture your main? You know what I mean? My main job, main income. Yeah, like your main source. Like how 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 does it work? For in, as a group poll or no, no, just you. By individually? Yeah, you when you were uh, picturing that life path that you were kind of playing. Like how were you envisioning it? Like. Um, the company anonymously, or they know, they call you in, they call you, you get an email, a mail in, and you get things for them. Like, how, how do you picture it working? For a coupler, is more of pretty much like for when the gang comes up and they need them to do something, they pretty much just show up at the shop, they okay. trade words, maybe they'll bring in a body that needs to have the cyberware stripped off it or something along those lines. But for the corporation, it's probably a, either a phone call or an email or a meet here or have such and such product here kind of situations okay. more of their hands off yeah because i was but for the most part i was gonna say for the most part a coupler just sort of works with whoever comes into a shop and whatever he salvages on his own sometimes they'll hire if he happens enough they'll hire a team and go on adventures trying to dig up old corporations electronics and stuff even you, you didn't have any money left. I mean, it, it's pretty tough with the money and how it is starting <laughs> off. I mean, you're starting off at ground zero for the most part. But I know Raven is yeah. lucky to stay in coffins or, or that, that sleeping bag inflatable setup on the streets. But she's a solo. What do you guys sleep? Like, you just mentioned you have a shop. How, how like, fill me in on everything. For a coupler, it's probably just a shop he took over in the combat zone, a warehouse that no one was using. And the gang sort of just let him stay there because he's fixing them up when they need it, getting pl parts replaced. So that's the only way he stays in business. He doesn't make a whole lot on his own, but he gets to play with cyberware and collect the pieces he can. Okay. Because yeah, I was thinking maybe what it could be, at least on that side, since you mentioned the gang or the corp, I was like, okay, maybe we could link the corp somehow. But I kind of want to keep the corp Ravens working with kind of the way that they work with Raven is the way they work, you know, the, the same way that it's kind of shady on how they even – ship cargo and stuff like i just want to keep the whole vibe like that with that neocorp so i would rather not the mail you to do gigs or whatever I, I would rather raven hits you up to help when she gets these black ops so what i what i want to do is maybe let's connect that booster gang let's make that booster gang like the willow sisterhood or something if you don't have a particular location that you have that you rolled that you're trying to target we could make it that and maybe there's something with it with there you know yeah i actually i had an idea that i think i joked about earlier of like that came to me when Raven told us about the Zephyr Corporation of maybe she got hired to the job to sort of kidnap me as an asset for the company. Oh, yeah. Sort of that thing where they pick up people they think have potential and get them working for the corporation whether they want to or not. Yeah, I like that too. Um, I, I like either, either or, you know, you could either be that, you know, the part of town that you work in and the gang that you work with is the Willow Sisterhood and that's how you met Raven. Oh, yeah, I like that. And you trust each other because you both have that common female gang thing that brings, like, family-style thing that kind of brought you together, at least to work together. Um, that's cool. But I really do like that other idea, too. Like, you know, like this company, yeah. especially being in construction, you know, grabbing uh, talented local techs and shit from around the city to come in and do whatever they did to Raven to them to make sure that they have to work for them, so to speak. Um, the only problem with that is then it kind of locks you into that same sort of vibe with Raven without that nice cushy advancement and everything by choice, you know, like we well, never said that she had to stay with the company. I could find, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll keep <laughs> it with the, I gang. don't know. Let, let's, 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 
let's go to uh, on Ryu and see what uh, what we can figure out there, and then see if we can connect it all, or if that that so far I think the gang, the Willow Sisterhood with Coupler, uh, might that might be the gang hookup with you, and that connects you to Raven. But let's see what's up with the Netrunner. And... Yeah, I mean, most of my stuff, like I just kind of envision, you know, it's mainly just kind of random corporate execs that you know need little black project work they don't you know something that they can't do themselves like you know kind of that that same sort of vibe of like look if we get caught doing this you know it's our head you get caught that's kind of your own problem and we don't know who you are type thing um so it's kind of that that sort of same sort of like you know but it, it's not necessarily one corp you know i part of my thing is i have a fixer another client that's trying to get me exclusive so i mean we could do something with that um uh, no i kind of but i kind of wanted i when you mentioned that fixer thing uh, something popped into my head already i kind of want to play with okay. that out with and kind of take a uh, an angle with that so let's keep that where that's at sure but, but yeah my, my main thing is corporate execs who just use me for black project work i get most of my programs from kind of abandoned city zones so i mean hmm. you know i'm constantly kind of looking around for you know areas that maybe aren't populated trying to find different programs that maybe were left behind, you know, in the past, hmm. you know, kind of hijack some of that stuff. Um, you know, I just envision maybe not quite coffin, but certainly not a full apartment, just like, you know, what we would call a studio, maybe slightly even smaller as all he just needs is mostly a bed and, and, you know, connection to, you know, his cyber deck and other stuff that he can, you know, potentially use with his agent, you know, yeah, you well, know, it's kind of described as my bed's just covered in wires. <laughs> yeah. Um, what, what we probably will do with that since, you know, you don't have the one, we don't have the full extensive list of housing and shit like that with this core red rules that we were given, mm. you know, we're a little bit limited and we know that stuff like that is coming because we've seen mentions, you know, like we know that there, there's more to come and that's cool, but we are a little bit limited right there. So let's just assume, you know, like a studio apartment, if it's around that 1500, 2020 mark sort of thing, like you definitely can't afford that right now with what you're making and what you're yeah. doing. So the only way that you're going to be able to live, you know, not coffin or, you know, how Raven's doing coffin or sleeping bag on the street or maybe crashing at Coupler's warehouse out of desperation, like in between gigs or something, but um, maybe like hostile, like similar to like combat sure. zone hostile sort of thing, like step up from coffin, but definitely step down from your own studio apartment. You can't afford sure. that right now, sure, you know, sure, sure. but, um, but that's not to say once, you know, you guys start doing gigs and you start making money, you can't get a better living situation, a safer one. Sure. Yeah. I mean, like I said, it's just, mine's just, is my workspace is, is listed as just, you know, filthy bed covered in wire. So <laughs> he's, he's not, you know, the cleanest, you know, he's just, you know, hook me up and, you know, everything else can, can is kind of to the wayside. So you said you're a he techie. lives in the you're, digital world. Yeah, you're a techie guy in real life, so it's pretty much just like your bedroom now, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's, there's a reason I got a green screen rather than the bed that sits behind it. <laughs> right. so. Although that would have been some real aesthetics, you know? You would have yeah. just had, <laughs> I'll have to get, like, I have wires, con like, over here. I can just throw them all on the bed and, like, yeah. <laughs> run it like all time. Okay. I can take a picture of it and put it in the background. Well, I really, yeah. I really like the like making that gang that you know coupler the willow sisterhood thing there's something there i think that's cool and that gives us just a little thing with her. but with with 
with you on Ryu, and I, I'm not sure if I keep saying that right, but it doesn't I'll, matter. I'll on get, Ryu, on Rio, I, it's going to be like I'll, everything. I, mean, in I got it now. I got Star it now. Wars, depending on who says it, is going to be how it's pronounced. Yeah, yeah, but I got it now. It's on Rio, but um, <laughs> but I, I I don't necessarily want we I obviously don't want to connect you through that gang, you know. No, I got a I got an, actually a really good idea for that for okay, me yeah, and Henri to work together. Yeah, because I don't I also don't want to make the corp the same like I said because that's too uh, you know you didn't sell yourself out like that. So I was thinking going more the free, I'm still a freelancer. Free, no, exactly. Well, that's what I was going to say with him. I mean, but your 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 couplers you're a freelancer, but you're very little on the freelancer side. You're more like when you do have the free time, it's to probably do a gig with Raven because of the fact. You've got free warehouse spot because you have to do shit for the gang. You know what I mean? So there's probably yeah. little paid gigs and things there when you're not doing shit with Raven as well. But I think you're definitely considered more of a freelancer. You're not locked into a contract with anybody. You can do whatever you want work-wise. Um, and you can leave or do whatever you want. You know, free call her to come in tomorrow, 6 a.m. She's got to fucking be there, you know? Um, All right. But... What was your? But before I get into that, you know, obviously I want to keep on right uh, on Rio uh, contract work as as well. But what was your idea, Eric? Well, for Coupler, Coupler, his main focus is on robotics and like drone type technology. So all the cyberware stuff that he does, the basic tech, the cars, that's all just sort of to pay for his main priority. But the thing with the drones and all that, you need someone who can program, like a. They actually program them. So I would need a net runner to program. I can build the cases, but I need someone to actually be able to make them work. So I could easily have found on Ryu as someone who can actually run programs to get those automated drone stuff to work by themselves without having to have a remote control all the time. So we could easily just like work together on projects for the corporation when they want an army of drones in their facility or those black ops sort of that black ops who wants a drone that carries a missile or something. Yeah, my only problem, or a fixer who needs security drones. Yeah, yeah. My only problem with diving into that fully, though, is because of what we have in the red rules when it comes to drones. Oh, no, they're and, in the red rules. And demon and a net runner running it and just the caliber of that, you know? Um, yeah, I, it's a little maybe higher than, I think, starting characters, maybe. I don't know. Right. Um, don't you have faith in your own skills? Well, yeah, but, but my point is... is Don't that... you have faith to program a demon? <laughs> uh, maybe, but, I, you know, I, 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 you know the, the way the rules are kind of written, like, the, the demon stuff, it gets, I think, a little high. Right. I think well, it's not to mention, for, it's, it's very know. powerful, too. Like I said, I was apprehensive at the custom skill within robotics and drones because of the power that, that comes behind that, you know? But, but you as a maker, your specific being in that is cool, but we've got to tame it down, and it's not just taking time to find material. It's got to be kind of level-oriented somewhat. You can't just dive in and, and you know, you know on Rio because he's going to come pro- – he programs drones and things for you. You know what I mean? Because then that assume, that that puts a fact in there that you have drones and stuff already working. You know what I mean? And it's like we, we need to yeah. well, we need to tame that. Down. It was we never that least, he has gonna, the drones. These right. are all for the corporation. So he, he doesn't get to keep any. Yeah. Because he he would vanish after you stole their property. But you know, why wouldn't you make one for yourself eventually or be able to get I mean there there's just a lot to that. Um cost and maintenance. Yeah. You know, there's a lot to that though. That's why I don't know if 
if that's too strong to jump into right away. Um, I mean, that could that could be something we do later. I mean, at some point, that could be a story. Yeah, that you know comes up once once we get to that because I, I haven't I haven't really dug too deep into the, to that version of because that's you know, a lot be, of no, and they don't have there's not, there's not a lot you know there's not a lot of options with that stuff anyways. It doesn't get you know so heavy Super into detailed, yeah. that yeah that side of, that side of things. But maybe we can implement our own touch of homebrew there in assumption that. There might be levels to the robots and drones, like maybe, you know, the caliber. Since since your role level, we're start, everyone's starting at four with their sort of career skill or whatever as a maker. Like maybe there can be something there where it's like, you know, starting off like yeah, it's drones and and robots and stuff, but it's very, like you know, house appliance. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely there's levels. Like you're, not making, you're not making like full robotic battle bots and drones that can carry a submachine gun over a fence and just attack a warehouse remotely from a distance already. You know, like we. You, no, they're they're definitely very different levels. You know what I'm like saying? one of them. So let's let's yeah. do that. Like so, even looking at the 2020 stuff, you're looking at like maybe small bug size level drones, yeah, like yeah. not the big beast ones. But even that, you know, it's like be some some level within the functionality is what I'm saying. So maybe now it's like tinker toy tool style appliance shit and robots versus like surveillance and weapon and spy equipment and like cool like you're not of that caliber just yet like i don't want to just dive in you know what i mean just in the same way i i I, I toned down val remember when we were getting into martial arts and brawling and the auto fire and i was like well let's spread things let's try to be more skilled and other things like give a little more personality to the character don't just dive in like you know, it'll be too encouraging to be a murder hobo or get away with murder, so to speak, you know, and like we got to start at least on these levels, not to say that we're baby stepping at all. I know when we did the 2020 red hybrid, you know, we had a handful of missions that got gradually harder and it got a little thicker as we went. And then, you know, after that first campaign, we were going to fully be in, but then we were blessed with red official. Now we're into this. I don't want to baby step at all. We've already talked about the honeymoons over when we get into this, it's full on like, I want all players to even track their ammo. Like I was saying, like just have a little notepad next to you. So every time you're shooting a bullet, just make a mark, just list your weapons and, or whatever you got and just make a mark so you can keep track of whether you use 10 on auto fire or each single shot. Cause you do have to reload. We are buying ammo now, you know, like it, it, there are more details and it's more real. It's going to be a little tougher, but in that same breath, I also don't want everyone starting with fucking amazing homebrew capabilities in the sense that we made that robot drone skill up to fit with the maker style. Like I think it lacks some detail in the core that we've got right now, but we, I, I don't think we should make it full on. So anyways, l- like we all agree, it's more yeah. smaller level on the robotic drone thing, but I do like that it, as long as it's that it makes total sense. Like you would totally know a nut runner, you know, you get the tools, you construct it and whatever, but somebody comes in to help program, also to help hack circuit boards and things or whatever, or to, or to go to get things with you, you know? And then through the gang, yeah. you, you know Raven, and that's kind of been your go-to muscle when you need someone that's really good with weapons while you and the Netrunner do your thing, um, and vice versa, because you've done that and you met through the gang or whatever. Raven's met yeah. on Rio through Coupler, and you've been able to call on them when you have gigs you have to do for your corp. And you need the help yeah. from a, from a net runner or a tech, you know. Yeah, I mean, I oh, like yeah. that. And, and, and certainly, because I can. I was gonna say, I can definitely see me and Onryo, like Coupler and Onryo, going out to the waste of these old places and trying to find old tech and reuse it. Yeah, whether yeah. it be digital or mechanical. Exactly, and and Onryo and likes maybe, going out there. You know, if we can find something, sell it, or use it for ourselves, and then you know that's part of where we get our some of our money. And you know, if there's 
you know, corporate jobs where they need uh, us to either break in somewhere and, you know, maybe steal some uh, technology or do some espionage and, that way, you know. Yeah, and I was thinking one, yeah. of the, one of the kind of cool things that earned Raven's trust since she's so alone in the world and whatever, when she first met you through the gang, one of the first things Coupler did for you was got you a chargeable hookup to that recording of your mom. So you don't have oh, so, so, yeah. so you can listen to it whenever the hell you want, you know, and that really touched you and made you realize that he was he was cool, you know. Yeah, Coupler's a nice guy. He's not like Dodger at all of the old days. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean? That kind of that kind of would make reason why Raven all of a sudden would trust people because her thing is kind of right. cold and calculated, didn't trust anyone. Hell, that's why why she sold herself to the court is because she had no one in the world. She needed fucking eyes and a leg and you know, she's just kind of cold and calculated a little bit. And um, that would kind of make sense why why you might warm up at on Ryu because he totally fucking hooked up your recording from your mom and stuff and you know no one no one helps you like that in this world you know but he did right that's kind yeah of that's cool. good yeah that's awesome yeah and and who knows the the other thing I'm looking forward to you know since. Uh, your mom was Raven hooking up with her ex while he was in town doing that mission back in the day, right before the nuke bomb dropped. You know, she got pregnant nine months or had birth nine months later with you, you know, left the city and said all that. What's kind of cool with that is you, you don't know about your dad and shit, but he was, he was yeah. in J Japan during all this. And then he was traveling after that or who knows what during the trail end of the fourth corporate war. He, he might still be alive. I mean, he would be in his what 40s or no i well, i guess he, yeah no he would be in his probably like, 50s 50s you know, 40s yeah late 40s or something cuz i think he was young he was young like early 20s yeah he was like 20 so he would have been yeah about probably 42 i think yeah 40 something 42? but uh but th that'd be kind of cool so like you've got a couple things like at least within your life path you want to eventually free yourself from this corporation you're not sure if they've got right. like some fucked up shit in your cybernetics that could kill you or tracking or, you know, they obviously don't have any hostages from your family or holding anything like that against you because you, you have none. You don't know any. But um, right. but you eventually would like to get control of your own life and break free from that and eventually maybe find your your dad, which you know nothing about. Don't even know how that would fucking happen, but those at least you right. have those, those two kind of things going on with your character, which is kind of cool. I like that. Yeah, she definitely has some interesting motivations. Yeah. It's cool, and I like the dynamic of everything too. Like I, Eric, I like how you made Coupler, I don't know, nicer or just more. I don't know. I, I picture him more. <laughs> that was all the dice. Like more techie. No, it, it just feels more more tech, less fixer. You know. <laughs> yeah, I like it. It fits, and it's cool too because I like it. It fits with the fucked up dynamic with Raven, with the whole selling your soul to the corp and how she is being able to fix that recording, getting the power to it or whatever, like kind of opening up that. I don't know. It just, it's kind of cool. And it definitely makes sense with working with your net runner, like how on Rio, you know, you guys work together, you needing the programming and things for the gigs that you have. It all makes sense. Um, one thing I did not look up and I don't know if you have it in front of you. I don't have my, my source book, but what part of town did it say the Willow sisterhood typically ran out of? I, I don't remember. Was it the corp area? Mm -hmm. No, that Willow's was that was the Juilliard. I don't think it was. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, well, anyways, we should look we should look that up and then that can kind of be maybe where your warehouse is or we could or we could just generically put it on the edge of the combat zone, edge of the city. So it's not full combat and, you know, dangerous fucked up on that level, but on the edge it's still rough. But uh 
at least near where their part of town is maybe what's the uh, name of the yeah. the game the willow sisterhood willow sisterhood and who knows when when we did our uh the cyberpunk uncensored podcast episode uh eric remember the uh the 2077 book talks about the moxies or moxes or whatever mox and that's kind of the new yeah. female gang and the description of that gang almost to a T was like the Willow Sisterhood. So I'm almost wondering if the Willow Sisterhood's no more and it evolved into this or they, that's what it became 40-something years later or whatever. Maybe, because the way that yeah, this kid just describes them is a, you know, just trained assassins, all female. Right. Um, yeah, they're not located to, to re- anywhere. Okay, well, then we to, can make yeah, it up. Yeah, it doesn't look like they're specific to exactly. any... Well, we can do whatever. And let's just know this. When, when we get the official red and whatever source books come with it and whatever happens once we get expanded, Sisterhood is no more, and we can homebrew it in because obviously cyberpunk's cool with add more gangs. Fuck, we need more gangs. <laughs> but uh, yeah. but if not, if it evolves into the moxies or moxes or whatever they're called, and that's kind of leading into 2077 from Red and whatever, we can change up the gang name and said they evolved from 2020 to this, and I don't know, whatever. But the idea here is that it's an all-female <laughs> gang, and that's kind of how it helped Raven and shit, like how you know she kind of at least trusted them. It was all girls, and they do what they do. Um, but... But yeah, I guess let's make it. What part of town do you think? Do you want to put this in Coupler? Obviously, it can't be too nice um, because of you having a, a, a warehouse oh. that you said was abandoned or whatever, you know? So I'm thinking like edge of combat zone, but pick a part of town, I, I, whether Japantown, Chinatown, whatever's on the bottom there, maybe out over near the university. Whatever's left. <laughs> well, that's the other thing is like we don't know how the map, you know. We don't know what's left. We don't know exactly what's going to change until we get the official red because let's add so any viewers know, like we do have the core red rules. That's why right here it says official red rules above me. But um, But that's all we have. We have the rules. We don't have the expansion, all the source stuff. Um, it didn't come with a map yet. And, you know, when I talked to them, they were like, no, 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 we're just giving you kind of the core rules that you can use and get into it, which is awesome. We fucking appreciate it. But that being said, we don't know how the map's going to change after that huge nuke went off. I mean, they moved the whole city. And we know uh, based on that map we saw from 2077, it it looks different. So yeah. for now... I would let, say probably just let's use South Knight City. But well, what I was going to say is, the... yeah, yeah, let's do that outside of the main center of the city, maybe. But what I was going to say yeah. is, for now, uh, yeah, we're using red. We're in red. I'm going to describe the aesthetics, the city, everything, the vibe, the living is going to be as much as red as I can get it, knowing what I know about red with my limited sources. But um, for map wise, let's just use the Night City map until we can. You know, maybe get that 2077 map and alter it, or or when red comes out, we see what what happens, and then obviously we'll change the map. You know, yeah. But for now, we need yeah. at least something. I want at least some buildings and streets and references. So for yeah. now, I'm just going to use what we have for Night City in that original source book. Yeah, but I would say probably Coupler would be in South Night City because it is a port city, has a bunch of warehouses, okay. remarkably violent. Then let's... so. He would have customers getting place stuff replaced. Yeah, then let's put it on like you know the north. It was left. Then let's put it on the north side of South City, so it's like at, right where the combat zone is starting to, you know, like the east side of the combat zone or what east south side of combat zone, north side of South Night City. So you're kind of on the edge of the combat zone. It can still get kind of sticky, and that makes sense. The gangs there, there might be some jobs and gigs and things that come up from that that you've got to get involved with. Who knows? But that's where you're at. That, I like that. That's cool. And uh, what about on Ryu? Uh, where where do mean, you want I, the hostel you typically crash at? You know, probably in the not too distant dis- distance from that. Like, it, you know, he's 
you know, kind of in that sort of same abandoned, but, you know, border on combat zone. That's why, you know, he's maybe a little beefier than, you know, a scrawny little, you know, kid, but. Then let's you know. put you, let's put you in a hostel out there, you know, same area. Let's put you in South, South Night City. Um, you know, and it would make sense too, if you're, you're living in Night City, you know, and you don't have a lot of family and friends or lovers or enemies or whatever, you know, you're just kind of yourself and living off your gigs and the people you work with are your friends and shit. Chances are you'd live in the same part of town so y'all can work together and hang out and shit, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Commuting is dangerous in Night City. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so we'll do that. We'll say, you know, you're, you, you typically stay in a hostel. It's a step up from a coffin. It at least is big enough to, you know, work out of if you need to and shit. But, uh, but yeah, that's where you are in South Night City. And then Raven, obviously, you know, you work out of the corporate zone. You're in the corporate center, um, which is probably looks a lot different now. But like I said, we'll use what we got. Um, I'm going to obviously put some of these neocorps where, where I would just assume and make up that old ones don't exist anymore. We'll just kind of make red our own until we can get what we need and we fill in the facts, you know, the gaps with facts. But, um, but yeah, so since you work at a corporate zone, I'm just going to say you typically just grab a coffin somewhere in Night City, downtown, somewhere in the corporate zone. Yeah, I'm always on call. What, what was that? I'm always on call. I never know where they're going to call me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You stay nearby. You stay in Night City. You typically don't stay out in South City or where they are. But you go out there all the fucking time because that's where the Willow Sisterhood is and that's your girl Lola. You still keep in yeah. touch with her. You obviously still work with Coupler and on Rio. So, on, on Rio. so you, you go out there for that and for gigs and to work. But when you crash in your coffin or in your inflatable, you know, you're, you're on the streets of Night City. You're, you stay over there. I like that. Yeah, pretty much. All right, cool. Um, is there anything else you guys want to want to go over? Um, you know, in the chat, I'm going to look at these other Neo Corps. I'm going to look at the ones I think survived. I'm going to look at these Neo. I want to try to use as much Neo as I can um, so we keep up with what I I'm know. Assuming. One was, what, Continental Foods. Yeah, I like that one because they do the whole Oasis stations and stuff, and that might be kind of cool for programming with Onryu, uh, you know, programming like food distribution and, and some stuff. And it has some some elbow room for corrupt shit too. When you look at that company, because it's like, you know, they take pay and certain parts of towns might not get food supply chains as other ones that pay more or whatever. I don't know. There's some shit there, but I would like to pick one of those neocorps and at least make, you know, that the one that hits you up for gigs on the side. Cause we know coupler is, you know, tech for hire, but works a lot with that gang. And then through that works with Raven and vice versa. On Rio works with Coupler because he's your net runner, but I want to give him his own as well. Just like you have the gang and Raven has the corp, let's give on Rio on Rio one of those uh, Neo corps, and that's the one that kind of hits you up sometimes to do program work or net running shit. You like that idea? All right. Yeah, I do. Um, we'll look look I was at just those. Looking at some of the... I think there's three other ones that they listed in that post that aren't Z- Zarifara or what, what's the one that. Uh... Val, what's that one, yours? There's Continental Brands. Uh, I think it's R-O-A. Yeah, yeah it's a hard They explain what it's called. It's that cybernetic thing, right? And then Ziggurat, which does, I think, uh, digit, they're um, uh, more of the software, I think. Well, they work on the old net. Sense. No, Zirafa? Uh, Ziggurat. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's the programmers and stuff. That's the last, yeah. That might be the one for the Netrunner. 
Yeah, that might make some sense. Uh, where, read that description. Did, I, don't have, me... I don't have that in front of me. Just read it, Eric. Read that whole description, please. Uh, so Ziggurat, the origin points in Night City, following the data crash, it seemed like widespread computer networking would be impossible. Reconnecting the old net was impossible. Every attempt to reclaim it failed, and authorities were reluctant to build a new one. Enter Ziggurat, a neocore with a new plan. Don't save the old net. Don't even build a new one. Instead, create local city nets and air gaps and firewalls to prevent a second data crash. Ziggurat began in Night City and moved quickly to other cities across North America, building city nets and overlaying them with community-driven data pool interfaces. The company not only provides network infrastructure, but the apps needed to use it data crawlers, chat, and email programs, a suite for creating and editing contents of all types, and the garden, the premier platform for sharing that content on the data pool. So I mean, essentially, that, that they're seems... every cable internet corporation yeah, possible. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're the, they're the, they were the, the answer and the guiding light to the new internet, quote-unquote. You know what I mean? Like they saved the day when it comes to the independent data pools or whatever they created in replacement of what used to be the internet. But that sounds right up a fucking Netrunner's alley right there. I mean, that sounds perfect. I'm sure we can think of a niche within that or something that you do. Because obviously you're not a level nine that you're setting up databases and things with them. But maybe we can think of something cool and specific within that company that maybe you're responsible for doing that they hit you up typically to do gigs to do. Maybe it's retrieve old software for them or do something from old wastelands or abandoned corpse or something. But what, what do you guys think? I, I mean, it definitely... I want the data term on such and such street. I want that corp. Technician forum, but what do you think the de- the details of you working for him could be? On real, for like that, he could be a technician just going fixing the internet in places that get the installing and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe, wouldn't yeah. be too far fast, both, too far. I mean, both Coupler and I could do some of that too. Well, I, like, I, how about this? How about? Uh, oh, I work for our, I work for our ROA. No, no, no. <laughs> That'd probably no, no, be more of his line. No, no, no. You're like I said. You've got the gang right now and then you're independent i don't want to use up all neocorps on this team um you know you've got a couple we of them share? and you've got the gang but like so here here's what i think with on rio it, on rio is uh you know you get sent out by uh what was the the company zigat it's called ziggurat. Ziggurat. ziggurat um so like you get you get you know sent out by them to go like cu- like coupler was saying to fix different independent databases when something is wrong or not working there, which means you might arrive and it could be as simple as you got to log in and clear out a virus that was left by someone who hacked it recently, or which means you got to like beat their, you know, uh, virus or cloak or things, you know, maybe there's something to that, but, yeah. you, but you also might show up and maybe like a gang fucking took over the something you know what i mean so like it could be anything yeah. but when shit goes down or isn't working you're the repair dude that goes out but it's not always just like a digital re- yeah no i like that any other ideas uh to intermix or anything coming to mind as we were talking well, we about never, all this uh, i never established what booster gang um was hired that took that wiped oh, out yeah. my family to do with that is maybe maybe think of like a couple colors that you saw with it but you're not sure what gang it is you know there's so many fucking gangs and like you did meet the willow sisterhood but maybe there's a couple colors right and uh and we can just make that up now and then in the future we can define that because that might be fun if one day you run into someone wearing those colors you know and you're like wait a minute (laughs) you know yeah 
um, could come into play. Like, um, I, like, like for instance, you know, you were a teenager, you're out in the wastelands, that's all you knew was out there, you weren't in the city, so it's even if a gang showed up, it's not like you would know who they are, but you did hear them say they were hired right. by a corp, you don't know what corp, you don't know what gang, but you did notice that they were all wearing the same fucking color. You know, something like that, I think, is realistic. Yeah, I'm going to say uh, brown, or no, orange. Everybody, everybody go. No, we're here. No, we're here. I'm Sorry. Here. I was just checking out the chat. Um, I see uh, just different people chiming in. Uh, yeah, that, Teddy says he likes stuff like the Bozos from 2020. That's so funny. <laughs> uh, Teddy, that's oh, one of my favorites, too. Eric suggested that a while back as an option that we ended up rolling for with one of the teams. And uh, they got stalked. Well, one of the girls was getting stalked by the Bozos. I, lo- I love that gang. <laughs> the Bozos are great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and make sure uh, you guys listen. You're mentioning like the gangs and, you know, Cowboys might check that out. I hope some of these gangs make it to red. Yeah, I hope a lot make it to red, but I'm, I'm also excited. Check out uh, Cyberpunk Uncensored. We did an episode. It's a podcast we run, um, but I also did a video on this channel on the Mulligan Live YouTube. You'll see it. It says gangs of uh, 2020 through red up to uh, 2077. And in the 2077 book, there's some developments in the gang community, like different gangs that made it, some that weren't even mentioned, some that you know, some things like the nomads that evolved into a gang went from like what now they're dominating transportation in red. But in 2077, it's like transportation's back. The nomads aren't needed. They kind of turned in, into the gang life. So there's some crazy shit. But anybody watching that loves cyberpunk gangs, check out that episode on the Cyberpunk Uncensored podcast or the video on my channel from that podcast. It's really cool. Lots of good info there. Um, but yeah, I think... Uh, for now, uh, like, what color did you see them all wearing? What do you think? I said, said orange. 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 Oh, I didn't hear that. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, you noticed they were all wearing orange. Um, who suggested originally? What was that? Say it again, you cut out. Uh, who suggested? Uh, you're still cutting out. <laughs> oh God! Uh, can you hear me now? Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I was saying, uh, who suggested orange originally? I did. I did. Yeah. You saw, uh, you saw people wearing orange. My, my point with that is I wanted you to think of it, um, or just to come up from the chat or something that it's random. And then we can attach that to something when red comes out or source books or make up our own gang that fits that. I didn't, I, I kind of didn't want to pull it from something in particular because I didn't want to kind of metagame that at all. Um, no, I just said orange. I want to keep that open. Yeah, no, I like that. And and it's it's realistic. You have no fucking idea who that is. None of us do. You just know that you saw orange. They were hired by a corp. That's what killed your mom. You know, that's what took your eyes and your leg. It's fucked up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> anything is else? Me. Is there any, anything else that we didn't cover or anything that comes to mind? Uh, I think we got it. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, I think, you know. We're, oh, we get, no, no, we got this right. We we just haven't delved into the corp who supplies coupler yet. That's all I won. The corp that supplies coupler. Yeah, his other connection. So that's the only one we're missing right now. Oh, okay. What is it? What What do you mean? Well, we haven't figured out who it is, or if you want to bring that up later. Yeah. No. What? No. No. Fill me in though. What was the? Uh, you know that part of life path or whatever. What's that? You know, just r- tell me about oh, that. Oh, for coupler, is that is. Tell me that section well, or re- read that about uh, When I'm too. rolling the tech life path, there was who supplies him. Corporate execs supply you with stuff in exchange for your services. Okay. Um, so that's pretty much it. 
Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, it's it's very similar to the wording that, that mine is, which is corporate execs are kind yeah, yeah. of your no, no, exactly. main... Uh, yeah. So, well, going back to the well, whole robots is, and stuff, like, I was going to say, Coupler could go and just do maintenance repair for their defenses, even though he's not making his own. He's still working on that skill. So he's actually still learning, but he can't make his own yet, but he can fix theirs, even though he no, can't produce no. them himself. No, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. And plus, I don't want to, you know, both you guys to be separate corpse repair guys or whatever, you know? Um, maybe just something different than on Rio. Rio. Um, well, they could and it would be cool send to, him it'd be cool everywhere to grab, parts to it'd, it'd install. Be cool, it'd be cool to grab or, a corp that survived through, too. You know, not make it a Neo, make it a surviving one, um, one that made it, but not something so huge, obviously. Um, mm, but well, it'd be, it'd be cool could, if it can... was something with, uh, you know, well, we some, can do something weapons. With, some, some, well, no, see, that's I didn't want it to make it full weapons or war robots or defenses like. Um, well, I was gonna say we could do weapons, cars. See, I was gonna say basic maybe it was something electronics. To do, yeah, maybe something to do with. Um, who, who was the communication company back in the day? I can't remember the fucking name. Mm. Uh, I can look it up though, but I was thinking I mean, something along, something along, along the lines of this. And if it's not a communi- communication company, maybe travel or something along the lines of a, of a company that was big that no longer has that, you know, tech in the system because like communications are down obviously, you know, but they're still surviving with, with the existing, like, you know, cell phones, the ones that are left can still work with existing satellite or what is, but there's no new ones being made. And, but maybe, and if it's not communication, a different thing like that, like I said, this is just for sake of conversation, but I'm saying maybe Mm -hmm. it's something like that where you're hired to, um, scavenge or get, you know, circuit boards, like a component for it. So you're not fully like, combat robots and weapons and badass and shit like that it's more <laughs> well we could do just basically well, what i'm like saying is it's more, it's like more, well, what i'm saying is instead of full things more component based so whatever company you work for like you know you're sent out to get circuit boards that they need and then this that they need or whatever but it's not working on the robot or working on the vehicle or working on the weapon i mean i'm looking it's through the, the kind of like a starter position seven book just to, you know, for things that, that at least in 2077, there's uh you know, there, there's the the big ones like Kiroshi or Kendachi and obviously Arasaka Militech. There's one that's called Zeta Tech. What's that? You yeah, know, Zeta the, Tech's the, been around. Yeah. The, so it said once a relatively small company headquartered in Cupertino, Zeta Tech has always maintained a strong presence in Night City, specializing in computer hardware, software, and wetware design. The company was among the main providers of neural processors, microchips, and robotics on the American market. Okay. I could read on if you like. But... Well, I like, yeah, yeah, at cause... least that name's, ro- it mentions robotics too. So that, that might be able to work. And keep yeah, in mind, and this is just starter. Neural tech does... And keep in mind, this is only starter. <laughs> you can totally end up working, you know, taking gigs for like a weapon company or something bigger or something cooler or whatever, you know, adjective we want to use here. But this is just to get started. And I'm just trying to make things kind of baseline realistic in gigs and stuff. So, you know what I mean? With the exception of Raven, who's doing some like, sold her soul to a corp assassin shit it is kind of cra- you know crazier story <laughs> in that sense but she chose to give you know give up herself like that to do all that but on everyone else sense, i yeah. love the fact that on rio you know goes out to do repairs and that could be chaotic you know but it's yeah. kind of a normal job 
at least at face value. And I would love to do the same thing with Coupler, where it's not like, you know, you work for a badass robotics or weapons company or something. Huh. But it's more like, you know, you're getting circuit boards or a part for this or that. And, and it's, you know, the huh. company that does tech and robotics or whatever. But when you go to get that, uh, that's reading, not the, but that's actually, not to say that when you go and get that circuit board, you go to do it, it it's not a sticky situation or, or it leads I, I, to a bigger picture. Re- reading further into this, it just says in the last 30 years, Zetatech has diversified their product range and invested heavily in avionics research and manufacturing new problem. One of the major players in the transportation sector, their aerodyne gunships and security combat and utility drones are currently their most <laughs> recognizable products okay. used widely by all mega corporations. There you go. Well, Rob, I was going to say, since he so does cyber two on the street level, he could easily, they just send him like crates of, you need to fix the, like get all these chips maintenance and he keeps a few for himself. And that's all he is. He just works on the cyberware and then gets it out to the street developers and stuff. No, but so he yeah. just works. He's a small cog in the big machine. Yeah, like yeah he's not getting I, I like like full drones. Because, he's getting boards. But let me, but let me, yeah, but let me yeah. tell you why I don't like that. Because then it becomes a non-played action where you're just getting sent boxes of stuff. Where like you roll, did you fix it? Okay, cool. Now you get free shit, and you're just going to be getting sure. free shit every time you get that gig, which really isn't a gig. I like better that you're hired to go. Oh out, no. That you get hired to go get circuit boards and that box of chips off some abandoned truck that they know broke down on some highway. 15 years ago or you know yeah like i'd rather keep it i'm just saying that's part of his job with them of that's their exchange of services sometimes it's they're going out sometimes it's just like we just need these chips yeah there you go no i like that you know maybe maybe once in a while they just send you something and like you know you got to fix it you know yeah it's like that's just his relationship of they send him stuff he does stuff uh, for him do me a favor and just write that what was that company name it's called zeta Zeta tech so everybody works for a z company huh (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. Like so that's kind of interesting everybody's corpse starts with a z that's crazy that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's crazy that's, that's crazy <laughs> that is crazy <laughs> that's funny yeah well just write make sure you write that in your character sheet eric under cu- yeah, no couplers problem. yeah just so i have that reference or whatever because like i'm I, I go on peek at everybody's character sheet get the life path make sure i'm getting a better picture of all this i'm going to recap this video over the days it just helps obviously as a gm build a better campaign. You know what I mean? I can incorporate some of these things in or plan ahead on certain things. So I dig it. But I think that's awesome. Everybody's got their corp, you know, coupled with the gang hookup and Raven with the selling her soul to the corp, got her cybernetics. Cool. All this, all these things are already fucking churning in my mind with ideas and cool little twists and story ideas. I think it's really cool. And I think it's, it's cool how we all, you know, constructed how you guys all know each other. It feels organic in description. Which is, I mean, to be clear, part of that is, is yeah, I think, by design, because the way they, they do the life paths help that a lot, which is nice. Oh, yeah. So. No, exactly. No, like it's... I said, I, I could not be happier with red, the official red rules. And we only got a, you know, we got a good chunk of it. Don't get me wrong. It covers a lot, and we can play this, and it's going to be way better than yeah, what we, we were we doing. Have, but the, the but nice I do feel like the there's – but, Right, but I do feel like – but not even that, because even within that, there's mentions of things. So, like, what I was saying is, oh, yeah, I, yeah. I love the fact that we have this core book and stuff, but, like, I don't know. There's just, there, there's so much more to come. I, uh, you know, I'm excited with what we have, and we'll make it work, but there's there's a lot that I'm excited to see what it develops and what we can do, you know? Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah, they have a super good excited for it. They they I think they've done a great job compared to you know, 2020 and then moving it to, you know, obviously I'm a little bit biased because the 2020 rules for like net running, which is something that's always interested me since 
you know, even Netrunner to the card game way back when I was a kid and, you know, the 1990s. Um, <laughs> the, uh, you know, they made the, the rules now where it's like Netrunning can be done without, like, taking over the whole game. Right. And it's like they, they have tightened and, and made it even... And let me more fast, you know, as far as like no, exactly. The... And I think what's cool is like we can kind of say this because it's in the jumpstart kit is, you know, just building the whole thing less like a dungeon crawl and more like that elevator and just streamlining yeah. the meat space versus net. Just what's capable in it. it is so streamlined and then it keeps you within the party. So you're not completely separated like in 2020. And then just to assure everyone watching, uh, you will not be disappointed with red. They definitely expand on programs and things and the net runner. There's a lot fucking more to oh, it. I, yeah. I, I know people like, were like, Oh, they, they, they expanded on that in the red jumpstart kit, but, but there's only this and this and like, no, they expanded on it enough to give no. you a taste. But let me tell you, there is so much more to it in, in what we have in the official red. Everyone watching, like if you like net runners, you're excited to see that. Like you're going to be very excited when you see it. It's really cool. Yes, very much so. It's it's I I, it's barely a taste. It's like right, you know, in the Jumpstar kit versus what you know what's coming. And what they did with solos, like Val, what they did, like what you're able to do with Raven, like taking the the roll points and the subcategories and stuff. And I can mention that you know we're going to be playing it out without going into detail. But if you go to the Artalsorian Games uh, website on their blog, Pondsmith mentions uh, some of those details. But you you know you get your main uh, character role. Uh, skill or whatever your combat sense and those points get to be delegated into subcategories at the beginning of each uh, combat so you get to get bonuses and different things whether it be damages or attack or avoiding damages or whatever it's so cool just that i feel like they took some crunchiness and depth out of sections that were too fucking too much and then they added depth and crunchiness to parts where it's like where it's really appreciated you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Where it filled it out. Yeah. Yeah, small really, little detail really matter. Yeah, I, I fucking love it. But I think we got it, guys. I think we're 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 set with our session zero. I think we know what's up with Team Nameless. Um, anybody watching, thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you like the video, you share it. Please go to YouTube.com/slash/MulliganLive and subscribe, like and share the videos. We're really trying to build up our channel. We're trying to build up the community. So please join the Cyberpunk Uncensored group on Facebook. Like the official fan page. Follow the account on Instagram. Tune into the podcast. Just give us some love and support. We really appreciate it. And we'll keep streaming the games live. We'll keep making episodes of the podcast. We'll just keep trying to create more and more cyberpunk content. And we'll try to build up the community as much as possible. So just help us out if you can. We really appreciate that. Any last words, guys? And lady, what's up? <laughs> I think I can't I'm wait ready. to play. I can't wait until we start. To it. Hell yeah. All right. I think that's it. I'm excited too. We're all excited. Uh, we'll do session one next week. Um, hopefully we can do it. We're all good for Tuesdays, uh, 6 p.m. So anybody watching, uh, tune back into the live stream next Tuesday, 6 p.m. And uh, yeah, you'll see the official session one of Cyberpunk Red. All right. Thanks, guys. We'll see you next time. Thanks. Take care. See you later. Bye,